Good morning and welcome to the first day, the WIBC Sunday Magazine Show. It is the eighth day of the new year. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Kylan Talley, producing today's show. Good morning. Thanks for spending the first part of your day on first day with us. We thank you very much for joining us this morning. What a week this has been. And I'm going to talk to you personally for just a minute because Hoosiers are sick. And it is hard to find over-the-counter cold and flu medicines. You know that. But my family had a health emergency, which sent us to IU Health in Bloomington on Tuesday. And there was not a bed to be found. It was truly like watching Grey's Anatomy, only true life. I mean, it felt like chaos. I know exactly that they, I know that they know, or I trust that they knew what they were doing, and they were. They were helping people, but it was unbelievably packed in the hospital as well as in the emergency rooms. And um, so, you know what? My family member needed to be admitted, but there were no rooms available. And so he was in an ER exam room for four days before they could find him a room. So I just am saying to you folks, stay healthy because hospitals are swamped and it can be a nightmare going through the process. So just stay well. Um, All right. On another note, it's time to gather your friends and coworkers together and sign up to compete for the Carmel Winter Games, which are going to take place February 11th at the Ice at Carter Green. Uh, This is so much fun. Teams of four to 12 members can sign up to compete in a, uh, there's like three different competitions and they are so much fun. It includes Ice Trike Relays, Human Curling, and Human Hungry Hippo. Think about this, guys. Get it done right now. Team registration is open on Eventbrite until February 7th at noon. All participants need to have signed waivers prior to participation and must be 15 years or older to participate. Maybe one day they'll have one for the younger kids. But right now, participants between the ages of 15 and 17 also need to have a signed waiver by the parents. Um, And speaking of competing, this is the last game of the season for our Colts. They take on the Texans at Lucas Oil Stadium. The Marvel Universe is back today, which means the first 50,000 fans to enter the stadium will receive the third and final issue of the Colts Pigskin Pandemonium comic book. And if you're looking for Colts apparel, 40% off finished jerseys, I don't know what that means, and sideline headwear in the Colts Pro Shop through January 8th. Today's kickoff, 1 o'clock. Now, guys, we're here just until 11 o'clock this morning to make room for the IU pregame show tip-off against Northwestern at noon. And coming up this hour, we've got, uh, I think, a pretty good hour for you. Now, you know there's going to be a lot of entrepreneurs headed our direction in this new year. So we've got advice for those of you that are planning on opening your own business in 2023. Also, registration is happening now to take a polar plunge. And Denny Smith has brought us another first day feature. So stick around. Thanks for joining us this morning on the first day. You're listening to 93 WIBC. I may take your spot and I ain't stopping. Said I ain't gonna stop. 93 WIBC, it's Terry Stacy. Well, Jeff Simoleon, the CEO of MS Communications, is here. He's got a new book. It's called Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down, The Ups, Downs, and Reinvention of an Entrepreneur. And it is so good to see you. How are you? Terry, it's great. Great to see you, too. I'm glad you're here. I'll tell you, the, no- the number one question I get lately when I'm out and about is, how's Jeff? And I said, you know, I still see his car in the garage every day. He's every still day. here. He's still looking for that next great 
idea, I'm yeah, sure. We're working on all sorts of stuff, and uh, the book was a, a lot of fun. I did it at the behest of my daughter, who I would drive to school every day from kindergarten until she fired me when she got a driver's <laughs> license. And we would just talk about life and what lessons I'd learned. And one day she said, Dad, nobody would ever believe these stories. you got to write a book. And that's how it led to it. And, and we are. We're looking for the next things. So we're having fun. I'm glad you did the book. And um, I'll tell you, it is interesting, the effects of COVID and the impact that it made on so many yeah. with furloughs and layoffs yeah. and business closures. People responded by starting small businesses. Right. The right. number is incredible. More than 4 million small businesses were started right. in 2020, 2021, um, a little less. But still, nonetheless, that's what COVID did. It, yeah. it turned a lot of people into entrepreneurs. Yeah. And I, I have a saying, we're all entrepreneurs of our own life. Some people are born to run a business. I, I always joked and said, I had to be an entrepreneur because I'm not hireable in a free society. <laughs> um, but but we're entrepreneurs of our own lives. We are in charge of you know all of our relationships. And so um, hopefully this book will be some guides to not only running a business, but uh, how you manage dealing with your kids and your wives and your families and, and, and your friends. When you bought the first station, did you believe that you had what it took to be a successful entrepreneur? No, absolutely not. I don't know. I mean, I always believed that we could create great products and great stations. Um, people said, well, I knew you in the beginning and you knew, I knew you said this was going to happen. Somebody said to me, I knew you said you were going to buy a ball club. And I never said that. I, I never knew. We sort of had it planned day to day. Always loved it. Um, I have always loved what I've done. I've loved the people I've been around. Uh, and there were certainly some ups and downs. That's why I named the book Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down, because I, I think life is a roller coaster. I think some of the ways I lived it were upside down, a little crazier than most. I love radio. WIBC was on in my house yep. as long as I can remember when I was a kid growing up. Right. I know your dad bought radio stations, right? That's how you well, kind of got involved. Or did you love radio as long as you can remember, too? Yeah, yeah I loved radio. He really wasn't in the radio business. He sort of, when I got out of law school, I was looking to start a company. I always knew what I wanted to be. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Went to law school to get additional background. Somebody said, if you want to be an entrepreneur, go to law school. Today, they'd say, go get an MBA. Um, but I was in California and went to USC, and he wanted me to come back. And he had a cousin with a small station that wasn't doing very well. And he said, you come back and run this for us, and I'll invest in it and help my cousin. You run it. While you're waiting, you'll be ready to start your own company. So he really didn't have any background in radio. He just did it as a way to convince me to come back home. 1979, you founded Emmis Broadcasting and began to buy radio stations. Right. At one point, Emmis was the largest privately owned radio broadcasting company in America. Uh, I've been around a long time here, and yeah. I see that how that it's changing. And I always loved it. We had chances. I Listen, if you were the most economically rational person, you would have. We had a chance to merge with J-Corps with a, a very famous entrepreneur named Sam Zell. And Sam Zell came to me and said, let's put it together. And I said, Sam, if I want to make the most money, I'm going to do this. Because I know you're going to look at this business in two years and say, it's peaked. It's time to get out. And you'll get out. And you'll be right. But I love what I do. I love the people I do with it. So I didn't do that. I stayed with it. And economically, Sam was right. Uh, the industry has declined. Um, but it still matters to people. And it matters to people. And I loved it. 
You started the first sports talk station, right. correct? Right. WFAN in New York. Right. And it wasn't a success right in the beginning. No. Nope. And for a lot of entrepreneurs, especially younger entrepreneurs, they don't have the patience. Right. Uh, they move on quickly. But what kept you going? Why didn't you give up? Well, I have a favorite saying, Terry. The line between being a genius and an idiot is very fine. <laughs> yeah. And I've been on both yeah. sides. And I had one chapter in the book called Idiot to Genius. That was WFAN. We put it on the air. Nobody wanted to do it. Uh, Rick Cummings, who has been with me since the beginning, said, I think it's a really stupid idea. Uh, at first, it was voted down by our managers. And Steve Crane, who was in, in the, with me in the very beginning, said, what do you want to do? And I said, you can't lead where others won't follow, so we're not going to do it. And the next day, Rick and Doyle Rose came in, and they said, look, we still think it's a stupid idea. But we owe you one. We know you want to do it. Uh, and we're doing well everywhere else. So that's the birth of All Sports Radio, the very strange story. Uh, and it it was a disaster for a while. Jim Lampley called it the Vietnam War of Emmis. It was affectionately referred to as Smullyan's Folly throughout the, the time. Uh, then we bought the NBC stations. We moved the station to 660 in New York City. We inherited Don Imus. Mike and the Mad Dog came on. And the thing just became a skyrocket. So we had the patience, as you said, to stay with it. Um, and, and I think you have to see things through. Uh, the next chapter in the book is idiot to, or genius to idiot because I bought the Seattle Mariners and I was the boy wonder. Um, I used to sign autographs and I always said everybody who being a public figure is a lot of fun for the first six months. I'm signing autographs. I'm on TV all the time. I said, if you like being a public figure after the first six months, you're probably a psychopath. <laughs> so, but, I, but I did it. I was fun. One of my dear friends, Steve Paul, was at the ballpark one night, and he saw me signing autographs for like 20 minutes to all the kids. And he said, any society that wants your autograph is a society that is in grave danger of failure. <laughs> Jeff Samoyan is here. New book, Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down, The Ups, Downs, and Reinvention of an Entrepreneur. You're mentioning some of those names that I know that has been by your side since the beginning. When Jim Mersey brought in Jeff Saturday, yeah. there was a lot of talk about how he hired his drinking buddy. Yeah. This is not out of the norm for uh, uh, somebody at the top yeah. to surround himself with people that he knows and, somebody, and people that they trust. Yeah. What advice do you have for other entrepreneurs when it comes to hiring friends or surrounding yourself with people that yeah. you know and love. I think I think trust is the most important element. I'll tell you a story about my daughter. Um, I would always say you got to have grit, you got to have persistence, you can't quit. Um, and then she had a paper to write, like in sixth grade, and we're driving to school one day, and she said, I got a paper about the most important quality. I'm sure it's grit. And I said, no, Sam, grit's up there, but trust is the most important thing. I said, if your word is good, almost nothing else matters. And if your word isn't good, almost nothing else matters. And so when you're with people that you trust, uh, that matters a lot. And being around people that you, you trust and, uh, and hopefully you love is, is, is important. I think the younger generation want to reinvent the work culture. Right. I could be wrong, but they would like boomers and millennials to get out of the way. Right. Because they've got a different idea. Right. But as they begin taking the helm within businesses, do you think that the work culture will be much different in 10 years? No, I think people, when, you, when you're running a business, it, it does take a lot of time and you have to make time for your family uh, and you have to have some balance. But if you're running a business, it can become all consuming. 
Uh, and I think you have to recognize that. And I don't think any generation's different. It doesn't mean you don't have to decompress and get away and make sure you have time with your family. Um, but running a business is a challenging project. And it's not it's not for everybody. I think you got to decide, is this is what I want to do. Like I said, I wasn't employable by anybody else. Um, but I think it's got to be something you really care passionately about. Have you had to read the word I mean, that's in there and the reinvention of an entrepreneur? Um, yeah. You've had to do that. You've had to reinvent yourself we, yeah. it, maybe it, multiple times. In this book, you'll see, and I think when I was a kid, I think you thought being an entrepreneur was just a straight line up. It's success, success, success. And it's not. Um, any human being who, who does any enterprise is going to have ups and downs. And I think how you deal with the downs, we survived some major crises here. Uh, most mm-hmm. of our peers didn't. Most of our peers went bankrupt or hovering around bankruptcy. We were fortunate. Uh, and I think it was because of the of the the trust and the hard work and the great people we had that we got through a lot of those times. Yeah. Um, You've met so many people, from athletes to presidents, performers, musicians, actors. Who comes to mind first, for whatever reason, when you think about, look back, and you think of all the people oh, you've met? I, I mean, I look at my family and I have friends. I mean, listen, people are people. I've met some incredibly talented people in baseball. I thought Ken Griffey Jr. was the best player ever lived, and I say that as a Willie Mays fan. I think uh, Kenny had injuries later in his life, but watching Kenny play baseball every day was magic. Having the ability to put him together with his father for the first and only father and son team that ever played in the major leagues is great. I was there. David Letterman was with us at the very yeah. beginning. I had Don Imus. We had Isaac Hayes. Mike Pence yeah. uh, worked for us. Um, so yeah. I, I got to know President Clinton, uh, George Bush. President Bush and I were in baseball together and used to sit around and crack jokes. So I've known a lot of people. People are people. You can usually find great things about everybody. And I've been fortunate. I've made, made some wonderful friends. It's been a wonderful life. When I look back at your career, and I know it's not all been easy. I'm sure of it. It yeah. has not been easy. But that's where we can find out in the book for those young entrepreneurs. Before we let you go, looking ahead to 2023, right. uh, I know people are curious. What's going to happen for you in 2023? 2023. Do you know? Just well, no. We, we have, you know, as we, we said, we sort of transitioned out of the broadcasting business. We have a couple stations left in New York that we'll probably transition out of. We have three new businesses. We have a, a business that Rick Cummings is overseeing that produces uh, podcasts for major companies. We have DigiNex, which is the company that produces um, dynamic pricing results, which we've just been thrilled with. Uh, and then Lencore, our sound masking business. And we're probably going to buy one or two more businesses. And we're having fun. The goal is Let's see if we can find a growth path again. Thank you for letting me stay here all these years. Terry, <laughs> I, I love it. I've loved you, and uh, it's so much fun. I believe, I know, when we bought WIBC, you were there. And yeah. now, as we yeah. exit, that, after 30 years, yeah. you're there. And Still here. So, I, you know, you have been an integral part of all this, and it's, uh, it's wonderful to do this with you. Thank you. Thank you for everything. And uh, this book, guys, Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down, The Ups, Downs, and Reinvention of an Entrepreneur. Where do we get it? Uh, you can get it. Uh, hopefully in, in bookstores, but also online. You can go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble or booksamillion.com. Anywhere you buy books. I know uh, seems like Amazon, most people just click on yeah. Amazon and they'll deliver to you the same day or the next day. Got it. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. Thanks, Terry. Before we take a break, today's the last day of the Consumer Electronics Show 2023 in Las Vegas, where you see all the cool new technology. 
BMW's iVision D is one that everybody's raving about. This is using sophisticated AI, and it hopes to double as both your car and your friend. The iVision D is an EV sports car with an exterior of 240 e-ink panels that you can use those panels to program a digital face into your car's grill. <laughs> and it will not be available until 2025. You're listening to the first day on 93 WIBC. Who let the dogs out? This is Denny Smith from WIBC's First Day, and I'm with world-renowned dog trainer Julie Case. Julie is the owner of Ultimate Canine, an award-winning dog training academy located in Westfield, Indiana, where they offer puppy training, adult dog training, behavior modifications, therapy and service dogs, puppy selections, and even litter evaluations. She does temperament testing, police canine training, and handler certifications, Julie's dogs sometimes train at my farm, and I've come to appreciate just why she is known and respected nationally and internationally. Her clients include police departments, military special forces, uh, canine units and families, and her dogs are at places you know, Ronald McDonald House and hospitals right here in central Indiana. More than that, Julie's my friend, and I thought she might be able to share some insights to those folks who have a new puppy in the house for the holidays. So, Julie, welcome. How are you? I am good. Thank you, Denny, for having me. You bet. Julie, new puppies can be quite a challenge for any family. Uh, What's the best way to get off on the right foot with a new puppy? Well, I always say um, show your puppy the rules and the right things to do from the beginning. Don't don't keep it a secret. Establish a very good schedule and the potty routine, um, schedule for feeding, exercising, training, when the puppy is going to take naps and when to go for a walk. Um, certain thing, you know, some of the things to work on are um, greeting people politely right away and potty training. Those are probably some of the most important things. Uh, puppy proof your house. Of course, you know, put away your shoes and children's toys, all the electric cables and wires that you may have around the house. Um, and most importantly, socialize and train your puppy. You want to make sure you get the puppy uh, meeting as many people as possible and uh, hire a good trainer. Um, find a very good, reputable trainer in the area, and they will make your life much easier by uh, helping you to do the right thing. Absolutely. I have been told that the reason a puppy chews is because their gums itch. Is there any truth to that? I, You know, puppies will chew on just about anything, leather and bones and certainly furniture. Why are they chewing? So that's their number one tool. That's their mouth, their teeth. They don't have thumbs. They don't like kids. They don't pick up things explore them so they explore the world with their with their mouth they taste it they chew it that's their main tool to hunt and um, provide food for the for the puppies for the for the pack so they have to they have to develop those muscles and that's what they do they like to chew and I always tell people find a good um, collection of good chew toys knuckle bones durable nyla bones tongs stuffed with what um, we, we like to do, we take Kong toys. You've probably you've seen them on, in the oh, store. Oh, yeah. They're, they're the best. We, yeah, and we stuff them with uh, canned chicken meat or even canned tuna, just a couple spoons of canned tuna. We freeze those Kongs and give puppies those, um, um, we call pacifiers. So they chew on them, their gums are soothed, but they also Perfect. get rewarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Well, what type of dog makes the best family pet? I've heard everything from big dogs and little dogs, Great Danes, Chihuahuas. But from your standpoint as a, as a world trainer, what type of dog makes the best family pet? 
Well, two things to remember. A well-socialized and a well-mannered dog is the best dog. It could be a mixed breed or it doesn't matter what breed it is. It, it, a well-mannered and a well-socialized dog. That's number one thing. Number two thing, do know your breed. So know the size the dog is going to be, uh, what type of work they were bred to do, what energy level and exercise level they will need, and what type of grooming they will need. So if you're an older couple and you live in an apartment downtown Indianapolis, you probably don't need to get a husky that requires an hour and a half of running exercise every day. You probably would need to go with something a little bit calmer, maybe a cocker spaniel, smaller, that requires a little bit less exercise. But um, know your breed and, and, and socialize and train your dog. Perfect. Julie uh, Julie Case from Ultimate Canine is joining me here. We're talking to folks who have got brand new puppies from the holidays, and you're probably at your wit's end, or you're probably very satisfied, and there seems to be those two extremes. What are some of the things to try and avoid with a new puppy, Julie? Avoid going to very heavily contaminated by other dogs' places, such as pet clinics, pet stores, dog parks, um, puppies are still, uh, the immune systems are still developing, and usually they receive three series of, of vaccinations. So avoid going there where they can pick up, uh, bac- you know, bacterial infections or viruses, and it also can be attacked by other dogs, like pet, pet, um, pet park. That's great do advice. Go to, uh, I'm sorry? I, I said great advice. But do go and take, take them to um, other stores that are not as heavily contaminated by dogs, and have a lot of people and children puppies can meet. Um, we have a lot of those stores here in the area, Michael's, Hobby Lobby, um, Boston Body Works, Home Depot, Lowe's, Pottery Barns, um, Barnes & Nobles, Macy's, Gap, Old Navy, um, Tractor Supplies, Nordstrom. Those are just some of the stores that allow dogs inside, inside the building. Julie, most folks want their dog to know some basic commands. We've got sit and down and stay. You've helped me with heel, leave it, take it. Uh, Ellie, the wonder dog, even knows go potty uh, off. Uh, she's calm on the leash. She, but what I never knew is where do you folks at Ultimate Canine begin? What's the, what do you teach first? Name. First, we teach the name recognition and attention getting. So the puppy has to be able to notice the person at the end of the leash. So that bond with the trainer, bond with the person, the puppy needs to understand when we say his name, he has to look up at the trainer. Um, and then leash, we teach the leash manners so the puppy can, we can take the puppy for a walk and introduce different commands. Pretty cool. Is it best to use food or praise in training? I think you use both, but I'm, uh, what, what is the most effective for you? So we use three things. We use food, praise, and toys. As you know, with police dogs, we find crazy for toys dogs. But the easiest thing to, the most effective thing to use is food. As you know, of course, there are you know four most important things that we need to survive. It's food, water, air, and reproduction. We wouldn't survive as species if we didn't accomplish, if we didn't find food, water, air, and we didn't reproduce. So food is one of the easiest, most effective tools to use, for sure. Perfect. Can you teach an old dog new tricks, Julie? (laughs) Yes, very much so. It's an old myth that has nothing to do with dogs, actually, when they say old dogs cannot learn new tricks. It is actually about humans, about older people not being willing to change. Um, but in actually dogs are very easily to be, you know, you can easily teach them tricks uh, if it's a new behavior. For example, if you want to teach a seven-year-old dog how to roll over, it's pretty easy to do. Um, what's not easy to do is 
to change an old habit, to change an old behavior. For example, if the dog sees a UPS truck every day and the dog runs to the window and barks, and that's been a very well-practiced, established habit for years, undoing and overriding that behavior could be a little bit challenging than teaching a new trick. But teaching new tricks, it's quite possible and quite easy with all dogs. We've got a couple minutes left. Are all dog noses capable of scent training or tracking, Julie? So can they smell better than humans? Absolutely, yes. Uh, Humans only have so many scent receptors in their noses. Dogs have 400 million receptors in their noses. They can smell what we couldn't even imagine. For example, we have dogs that can smell a seed of marijuana in a glove box of a vehicle without ever entering a vehicle. Now, can they all smell that great? Not really, because some of the breeds, we have shortened their noses. So if you you know can imagine a bulldog, a pug, or a French bulldog, uh, dogs with very short noses have a breathing problem to begin with. So the longer the nose, the better they can smell. That's pretty cool. I, <laughs> I know that Ellie the Wonder Dog will start tracking me every once in a while, but she's a Labradoodle. And I always just <laughs> wondered, I wondered if she could uh, ever be trained for bombs or, or dope or whatever. But hey, listen, Julie, if people want to learn more, uh, do you guys have a website? Uh, what's the best place for them to explore uh, Ultimate Canine or training? Yes, so you can check out our website. Uh, it is www.ultimatecaninetraining.com. The word canine is spelled out, not letter K number nine, but it's actually spelled out. So ultimatecaninetraining.com. And they can also check out our Facebook page as well. I am so pleased to to know that you folks at Ultimate Canine also go to shelters. And some of your best uh, responding uh, working dogs have come from shelters. Are you going to continue to do that in 2023? Absolutely, yes. In fact, I'm planning to make a trip to two different shelters next week. Good for you. Well, joining me this morning has been Julie, the owner of Ultimate Canine, Julie Case. She's world-renowned. Are you still going to do the overseas training? I I had read that you were going to do something in Poland this year. Is that still on? Yes. Mm -hmm. So we uh, we have uh, two seminars, two workshops planned in Poland for their uniformed units. Um, in April and for civilian groups in September of 2023. Um, We have two uh, courses scheduled for our um, United States um, Special Forces coming here in February and June for our special training. Yeah, your special training is training that is not done anywhere else in the world. And and I'm so grateful to be able to watch the guys work here at the farm. So thanks for sharing Ultimate Canine here with the Smith family. Julie Case, thanks for joining us here on the first day. uh, And we wish you the best in 2023. Thank you so much, Denny, and have a wonderful 2023. Take care. Thanks, Denny. Terrific job. You can hear Denny Smith along with Pat Sullivan and Allison Lemons and Kylan Talley is there and me too every Saturday morning on the Home and Garden Show between 9 and 1. Coming up, have you ever done the Polar Plunge or a Polar Plunge? Oh my gosh, they've got a bunch of them coming up. Time to get registered and we will talk to our friends with Special Olympics Indiana coming up next to find out where and when and how you get signed up for the next Freezing for a Reason right here as we continue on the first day on 93 WIBC. Morning and welcome back to the first day, the WIBC Sunday Magazine Show. I'm Terry Stacy, along with producer Kylan Talley. A lot of polar plunging going on or went on around the world last Sunday to start the new year. 
The oldest documented New Year's Day polar bear plunge event took place in 1904 when the L Street Brownies, which is a swim club founded in 1902 in South Boston, Massachusetts, took their first icy cold plunge together in uh, in Dorchester Bay. But January really does begin the season for freezing for a reason. And joining us now is the Vice President of Development and COO of Special Olympics Indiana, Scott Furnishes here. Hi, Scott. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. What are you most looking forward to in the new year? Well, most of all, our athletes like to compete and in a few short days, uh, we have our winter games coming up. uh, And what we do all goes to helping our athletes compete. The winter games, I didn't even think about it starting so soon. Where will that, that be? I guess I should say. That takes place at Perfect North Slope. Scott Furnish is with us. How many years have Hoosiers been jumping into freezing water in the middle of winter to raise money for Special Olympics? So here in Indiana, our very first pl- uh, plunge took place at Eagle Creek back in the year 2000. Have, I bet you've done it. Have you done it? I have done it many times, yes. <laughs> and pretty much all the same results, right? You, It's cold. The water is usually in the mid-30s to 40s. Oh, my goodness. And uh, you go in, you get numb pretty quickly, right? And then you find the warmest place that you can run to to get out of your clothes and get into something warm oh and dry. <laughs> but everybody says it's so exhilarating. Is that a good word? Uh, it is, because it most certainly gets your adrenaline going like running a 5 or a 10K, the anticipation of it is actually much worse than the actual getting into the water. But uh, I'll let everybody else make up their own opinion on that one. Okay. (laughs) I know you've got a lot of locations that are on the calendar for 2023. How many? We have 15 events coming up here in the 2023 season uh, and three high school-specific events in addition to that. Okay. It all begins on January 28th right here in Indy with several dates through March 4th. And exhilarating is the word I'm I'm using again for sure. But the fundraiser supports Special Olympics Indiana athletes, and we've got thousands of them. That is correct. Uh, It has been difficult through the COVID years. We've had to do much of our programming virtually, but uh, I'm happy to say over this past year, we're about 90% of where we were pre-COVID, and uh, that equals about 18,000 athletes that compete throughout the year. They can participate in one of these great polar plunges that are coming up again through March 4th. We have several locations right here in Indianapolis, and if anybody wants to participate, they need to start thinking about it right now. That is correct. The website polarplungein.org is where you can register. And I will tell you that while we will have a few thousand that will plunge for us, we also have those that know that we're a great cause and will plunge virtually. So they'll come out to the event. They raise the funds, support us. If you're not in favor of jumping in, uh, we, we take all kinds that help support us. Okay. Anything else you want listeners to know about Special Olympics Indiana in the year ahead? Well, we're, we're very excited to be back competing in person. And uh, this also happens to be a World Games year. So we have an athlete that will be competing on behalf of Team USA going to Germany. So once-in-a-lifetime event for Liam Price. We're very excited to support him as well. Uh, We're coming off a year where we just sent 100 to Orlando for the national games. 
Uh, so we always have events that we're supporting, and, and we need donors to come out and do events like the Polar Plunge for us to be able to do those events. Liam, the gentleman that's going to be headed to Germany for the World Championship Games, tell me about Liam a little bit. What does he participate in? What's his sport? So Liam is a swimmer. He's a very good swimmer. Um, he was part of our USA Games team where he won gold. Uh, and it's, as you can imagine, a pretty extensive process being able to qualify for the World Games. Uh, he, along with several ab- uh, athletes, uh, went through the process, and, and Liam will be representing, as I said, uh, Team USA in aquatics, and in the process between now and then, we'll be selecting the events with his, uh, his new teammates from around the country. Wow. Uh, getting ready for the competition. What an awesome experience for everybody. For the Special Olympics Indiana, if you're thinking about putting a donation somewhere this year, check them out at soindiana.org and get involved. Volunteer. I can't even explain the joy that you'll feel after you, you see an event. You just There's no, no words to describe it. Can you describe it, Scott, watching the, the athletes? I don't know if I can do better than what you said. Uh, they are an inspiration. It is the way sports should be uh it's doing your best and it's doing it in a sportsmanlike manner and i tell you that's what we're all about is giving that opportunity nothing like it all right scott furnish vice president of development and coo we started our conversation talking about the polar plunge and again those dates are coming up beginning right here in indianapolis january 28th will end march 4th in fact right here in indianapolis once again there's several dates that are here locally thank you so much for talking to us really scott i appreciate it Thank you very much, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. All right, coming up, we've got uh, IU pregame, so we're going to get out of here in just a couple of seconds. But if you're looking for something fun to do besides the Colts game, Indiana RV Expo, it opens in just a few minutes out at the fairgrounds. You've got the Elvis Tribute Artist Spectacular coming up at Old National tonight at 7 o'clock. Tickets are still available. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us and spending some of your time with us here on the first day. IU pregame coming up next right here on 93 WIBC. Wow.